0: Here's the thing, guys. So this might come out as a separate episode. We I haven't quite decided how we'll put it all together. But NBA and NHL preseasons are about a week away. All right. Put That first puck drop is going to be awesome for me as an Avs fan. You know, just get to see what's the team going to look like in 2023. But four players you need to keep an eye on aren't even on the, the cup winning team, in my opinion. Okay, like Nathan McKinnon, he's going to do Nathan McKinnon things. He just signed a massive contract, eight years, twelve point six AAV. That, that's I deservedly
1: so. so, deservedly
0: so, highest play pay, player in all of NHL. But we're not here to talk about that. These are four players, in my opinion, we all need to keep an eye out for as we watch the NHL hockey season. Okay. Number, and this is in no particular order. These are just the four players I picked. We're going to start off with Alexander Ovechkin. Okay. This guy, he has a chance to make history in his own right. He's 20, 20, 21 goals behind Gordy Howe for second. All, yeah. 21 goals behind Gordie Howe for all time goal scored records. He's another 114 behind. The great one, Wayne Gretzky. Okay. How he scored 50 goals last season. The question for him that I, and this is why you need to watch him how many goals is he going to score this year? You know, I mean, if he, he's one of the greatest, greatest snipers we've seen in NHL history, he's one of the greatest goal scorers of our era how many goals and how many years left does he honestly have to hit that record? That's, that's why you got to watch out for Ovechkin in my opinion.
1: Yeah, I, I completely agree. He is one guy that, I mean, he's still playing at an elite level. As long as he's healthy, he could break it. And that would be one thing. I think if like, look, you never, you, you, sometimes you wish, oh, we're not going to see a record like most goals scored in AHL history or in NBA history being broken. We're just about a year or two away from that happening. So, right.
0: especially if he has another two, two seasons like last year, where he has 50 goals in each season, that puts him like 14 behind Wayne, Wayne Gretzky.
1: Yeah. So, why not? Oh, I totally <laughs> agree.
0: Like, here's also another reason. You know, they they took the Panthers to six games, the present trophies winners to six games in the first seat round of the playoffs.
1: Mm-hmm. After
0: that, they got eliminated.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Does Alexander Ovechkin have what it takes with the current current Caps team as it's constituted right now to make another historic cup run? I mean, he's already a Hall of Famer. He sealed that once he won the cup back in 2018. Yeah, He sealed it already, but that sealed his legacy already. Honestly, I think I'd just like to see him win one more cup. Even if it's against the Avalanche, I just want him to see one more cup. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Because how cool would that be? He gets the record. He has two cups to go with it. Absolutely. Okay. And I mean, but the hard part is, in that Eastern Conference, you have to go through Tampa Bay. And Tampa Bay is going to be extremely different. They have had, they've signed so many players to so large of deals. How will these players, and they've had to lose so many of these talented players in the past few years, especially after this last season, losing the cup. Obviously, Tampa Bay, they're going to want to take that cup back, I think. They're going to be hitting the NHL with Storm. But, Honestly, how many play- will the players they've lost hurt them, or will that just you know it'll just be the next man up, next rookie in line? Let's go. Or will that have weakened them enough to let someone like the Washington Capitals make it all the way through? I honestly don't know.
1: Yeah, we don't know. We'll find out. As soon as to. drops, <laughs> we'll find
0: out. Yeah, we have to. But and that's crazy to me is we look at Alexander Ovechkin, right? And I'm working. We're working on articles to go with this particular topic. So keep an eye out for that on pineapple22media.com. You know the main storyline for me of each season for Ovechkin is how close can he get to that Wayne Gretzky record? All right. Um, He had a 90 point season last year. He could have won the Hart Trophy. I think I don't remember who it went to, but. Those are the two things you got to look out for. Is How will Alexander Ovechkin and his Capitals team do this year? Can he get another 50 goals? If he does, that puts him that much closer to the all-time goal scorer record and puts him arguably in second place. He only needs 21 to do it. He's got that easily this season. I honestly think he can score at least 30 to 40 this year. And I think he can do that for a couple more years.
1: Yeah, the guy's scored
0: yeah. a goal in soccer recently. Like,
1: he's yeah, just a goal God, that's it. I was like, yeah. <laughs> not surprising. Not surprising.
0: The guy's just a goal scorer. Everybody.
1: Yeah. Wow. Wow. <laughs> yeah.
0: But here's player number two. Okay, Roman Yossi. Now, I don't particularly like the Nashville Predators as a team. You know, that's that's just a thing. But a defenseman almost had a hundred point season and he didn't win the North because of Kale McCarr, probably the best defenseman we've seen in the league since Bobby Orr. you know, and he's a very offensive defenseman player, you know, like, let me look at it. The stats I had written down. Yeah. So he came in at 96 points last season with 23 goals and 76, 73 assists, you know, that is a great season for a defenseman. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he's still very young in the league. He, he's still, that Predators team's still very young in a lot of ways. They got swept by the eventual Stanley Cup winners in the first round. But the question then becomes, is it really feasible for Roman Yossi to have a 96-point-plus season again? I honestly don't think so. I mean, a hundred point seasons as a defenseman is really tough. It's we haven't really seen that before, you know. And now we're talks He was going to win the the, the Norris Trophy because of that, but the Norris Trophy also got to look at the defensive side. Honestly, if Roman Yossi can have a ninety-six point season or somewhere close to that, and still and have excellent defensive stats to go with it, because last year he didn't have all that good wasn't all that good defensively and that's why kill mccarr etched him out for that norris trophy he he could win the norris next year i'm not going to predict that because i don't think he he can do it again because that for a defenseman to be two-way is really hard
1: oh yeah it is especially as physical as hockey yeah it is like you it has it it takes a lot of discipline and and look no one's gonna Mm -hmm. criticize you if you're like hey I need To take a playoff, like it's understandable, but but yeah, just looking at what he did, it was impressive. If he does it again, then it's tremendous. And I think, really, probably, it, it there'll be a lot of coaches like they'll be like, you know what, be two dimensional, I'm okay with you being two dimensional because sometimes they'll be like, hey, okay, you're just there to defend and uh get. Get it out of here. But if he does at least make a run for that trophy and has close to 100 points again, then I think we could see a trend on the defense that, hey, you could do both.
0: Go ahead. Here's another thing I'd have to consider if I'm a GM of that team is, okay, if he has another 96-point season, but his defensively he's not that good, should I – should we, as a team, maybe consider asking him to move to the forward position? Because, you know, that puts a little less pressure on him, and he can just go score willy-nilly. Mm-hmm. That's another yeah. thing that you have to That's consider. Exactly. I don't see that happening because I, a lot of players... Yeah, I
1: don't see that. I don't see that happening because, hey, like, even... I know we're going to talk about this sport. Even soccer now, like, now, like, the left backs were, hey, you just going to defend and get it to the midfield. Now they're attacking. Now they're attacking. You Like, now it's like, hey, you got to attack as well and not just defend. So I think, to be honest, in my opinion, I think they're going to keep him there. And, or even more, move him to the, if you're going to move him, I would say move him to the middle where he can do both. And then, all right, then, he will have a much better shot. He can still play defense like always, but also attack. So I would say I wouldn't move him to the, to, to be the forward, to being the, the guy scoring. I would actually move him right to the middle, and he could do both with these.
0: Right. I mean, he's, in hockey, if he were to move to the middle, he would have to become a center. That's just how it works. But there's ways he could scheme around that.
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely.
0: But honestly, I think that's why you got to keep an eye on him. What will it be like this season? Was last year a fluke?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't know if it was or not. That's why we got to wait and see. Honestly, getting a hundred points for anybody's really hard unless you're Connor McDavid or Wayne Gretzky. Let's be honest. <laughs> yeah.
1: Absolutely. But
0: that—that's what you got to look out for. Okay. Transitioning now. We already mentioned his his wingman or his centerman, his linemate. Connor McDavid, let's look at Ly- Leon, Leon Dreisaitl. Okay, he won the Heart Trophy a couple years ago. He's been pretty good ever since. Arguably more heart level seasons from him. Now, last year he had a great season, but he was hampered by some injuries, especially in the playoffs. And on when on, honestly, you watch that Edmonton series, they just ran into the avalanche and the avalanche for him gonna let anyone beat him after they got out of that second round.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But you look at that and you go, okay, is how will he bounce back this year? Well how will his next bounce this bounce back season for him become?
1: <clears throat>
0: they got a taste of playoffs of playoff uh they got a taste of the playoffs in twenty twenty two. They were they were, They made it to the Western Conference Finals. How? Uh, but the Pacific Division is kind of weak, anyway. That's. We won't go into that. We can go into that when we look more at the season in general.
1: Yeah.
0: <clears throat> how will Leon Drysaddle do? And how has he recovered from this injury? Because that that's going to be tough.
1: Yeah, it will. But if he does recover, I think he will provide Edmonton with. A much-needed help. And look, against the Kings, like, that could have easily lost that series. Easily. Just because the style of play that L.A. has, like, you could win. You could even make the Stanley Cup finals because the playoff pace in the NHL changes. I've noticed that. And the Kings, it was perfect. And I'm not saying it because I'm a – I'm a huge supporter of the LA Kings, but also just because of the playing style that they had. But with Neon, they could play that way, and they would no problem. And I think I, w- I would expect another if he's healthy. I would, I expect Edmonton and and your Avalanche to go at it again, and and I think it could go seven this time if he's healthy. It's gonna be a, a great series between those two in the Western Conference Finals. Because I think to me, those two are the class of the West, in my opinion. They are. And and Leon's gonna be a very interesting player. I I'm impressed with the way he plays. So if he's healthy, look out for Edmonton. And I think Edmonton and Colorado, round two, and it's gonna I think this time it's gonna be in the words of a famous a uh, commentator named Jim Ross, it's gonna be a slobber knocker.
0: Right. And I I, I think they could make it to the Western Conference Finals, especially if Leon and Connor McDavid had the season they had last year, like you said. Problem is Vegas had an offseason last year. That's another thing to watch out for. Well, yeah. how will the team of Vegas bounce back? Vegas oh, yeah. can cap hell. They have too many big contracts and their their team is suffering because of it. How will the Kings or sorry, will the Golden Knights find a way back into the postseason or is last year the start of a new trend for them? That's another thing to watch out for, but we're talking about players, not teens. We'll talk about that in another episode
1: yeah,
0: as the post preseason starts.
1: Yeah.
0: I have to look up the guy's name. But
1: <clears throat> yeah,
0: that that's what you got to watch out for. The Pacific Division in and of itself is a weaker division in the NHL. I mean, that's just how it goes, unfortunately. I mean, when, the LA Kings, they're kind of up and coming. They're still very young. Um, they're kind of mid-tier of that division. The San Jose Sharks, they're, they're there, um, but they're on the lower end of that division same with the Anaheim Ducks they used to be kind of mid tier upper tier in that division but not anymore
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh Seattle is there they're now they're starting but they just barely started and last year was rough okay yeah. how will this year go all right Vegas we already talked about Vegas a little bit yeah. Calgary they they're they just signed Nazem Kadri that's going to be a big help to them um and then Edmonton Edmonton and Calgary are the top two in that division unless Vegas has a good season, then it's going to be Vegas, Cal- Edmonton, Calgary. Those are the top three in that division. Uh, usually depends on Vegas's season though. How will they navigate these high level contracts, these aging players that are going to get injured? I mean, the roster is kind of on that older level. Yeah, How's that mm-hmm. going to affect them? Um, that's going to be interesting. So, but now, we're got, we get to talk about the Calder winning trophy, win, or the Calder trophy winner. He he joined the Red Wings, or he was drafted by the Red Wings. He's now there. He's 21 years old. The Red Wings, as much as I hate to admit it, they're starting to be pretty good again. And it's, I have no idea how to pronounce this German name, but it's Moritz Seder. Okay. This guy last year, you know, he he he, he had a phenomenal year for a defenseman on the Red Wings. The Red Wings did really good last year, guys, and I hate saying that as an Avs fan, and that should tell you something.
1: <laughs> yep. But
0: let me pull up his stats here, Alan, but the main question for him is how will he be this season? That's what you got to look at.
1: Yeah, Detroit.
0: Okay, so his rookie season was last year. That's why he won the Calder Trophy. He had... He played all season. He had seven goals, 43 assists, and 50 points. He was the sixth pick overall back in 2019. He's only played one game in the league, so there's not much to kind of go off of to predict. But... Man, this guy on the ice is really really good. And you it, it's going to be crazy to watch how this goes once we get to the season. Mm-hmm. Sophomore seasons are notorious for being really really hard on players. The league's kind of now has a point where they've kind of figured them out. And that's just yeah. how it goes.
1: That is true but also it's also an opportunity for growth because we've also seen players not do well their first year, especially those high top picks. But then their second year, boom, figure it out. So it could go either way for him, either way.
0: Right. And here's another thing to consider. He's in the Atlantic division with Detroit, right? Boston. Pittsburgh. Uh no, Pittsburgh Metropolitan.
1: Oh, Metropolitan. Okay. Boston, you got Boston, New York.
0: Florida. Tampa Bay. Tampa Toronto. Bay. Oh yeah. Those are going to be your, oh, yeah. your heavy dogs in that division. Tampa Bay, obviously the heaviest dog of them all. But Ottawa, Montreal, and Detroit are all up there up and coming. Detroit used to be low level. They're now mid tier at this point. And mm-hmm. I'm not going to say it again, but I don't like saying that. (laughs) I wasn't even around very much in the 90s rivalry, guys, and that's how much, you know, you learn about that rivalry as a fan of either team, and that's how much it hurts. (laughs) (laughs) But honestly, for me, if they can get into the playoffs, which is a long shot, because you look at the Eastern Conference, okay, you got Tampa Bay, Toronto, Florida, Boston, Pittsburgh, New York, Columbus, and Carolina—you got seven teams you have to get through. What? Well, including teams, including eight or nine teams, including Washington and and uh, and whatnot. If to make the playoffs, they're going to have to have to have a great year, but they still got a lot of teams or teams things they need to work out.
1: Yep, I don't know what to say, but. That's going to be tough. It will be. But if they can go through that gauntlet, then we've seen teams, when you go through gauntlets, you have a shot, really.
0: Because if they can make the playoffs from their division, from their conference, they have a bit legitimate shot. Oh, yeah. They can get through. And, ugh. I <laughs> I know. I know. The rivalry's been dead for a while, but still. (laughs) Yep. But, Alan, those are the four players I think people need to keep an eye on in the the NHL. Obviously, there's way more. um, You know, Kale McCart, Conn Smythe, you know, Norris, Stanley Cup winner.
1: Yeah, also Munchkin. I hope I said it right. From the avalanche. Munchkin.
0: Yeah, there you go. Yeah, Valery Nechushkin. Yeah. He, he's found a system that worked for him with Colorado. He's had a bit of a bounce around until they got to Colorado. Mm-hmm. Andrey Vasilevsky, Igor Shestorkin. These guys are going to be in, in it for the, the Vesna Trophy conversation once again. Yeah,
1: they are.
0: Two of the best goalies in the league. How are they going to do So there's way more players I could have mentioned. I just picked four players at random. I wanted to pick a projected rookie in the league, um, but until preseason really happens, you're not sure what rookies are going to make the team.
1: Yeah. Absolutely.
0: So, but yeah, that's the NHL side of things. Alan, let's move over to the NBA.
1: Okay. I went with the usual suspects, but I think I'm going to start with Luca, and the reason why I start with Luca is because, look, uh, probably a lot of people don't know, I used, uh, my wife and I, we used to live one hour east of Dallas. So I got to see a lot of the Mavericks, uh, not inside their facility, but at least some of their games because it was easier to access and it, plus it's the market. And the improvement the Mavericks made – like was outstanding, especially Luca, where pretty much this is the first time we saw Luca become more versatile, not just in the scoring but also his leadership and leading the Mavericks to the conference finals. Which I thought they probably will get to the second round, but they'll lose to the Phoenix because I thought, in my opinion, they're going to come back to the finals and they're going to try and win it because how what happened to them versus Milwaukee, but. Mm-hmm. To see them destroy, Phoenix, destroy. That's a strong word, destroy. I think that Luca I, I expect Luca to go after and get the MVP award. The Mavericks got better. I think they found themselves a, 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 a head coach in Jason Kidd, who, in my opinion, like a top three point guard of all time. And, but also, the Mavericks offense clicked at the right time. They were rolling and they're not done yet. And this is and I think Luca, if he can get himself into the lead Dallas to top three or even top two in the West or in the NBA, I expect him to get the MVP. And the trend of international players winning MVP will continue. And I think Luca's gonna carry that forward.
0: Right. And I mean we didn't talk about a whole lot mostly because I don't know if we knew for a whole lot about the Eurobasket going on in general. Um, I didn't even realize it was happening.
1: <laughs> oh it was happening, yes. I saw a couple games. Saw a couple games.
0: But Luca, you know, I believe he's from Slovenia.
1: He's from Slovenia, yes.
0: But you know, he led that team
1: they got really, really semifinals. well.
0: Yeah, they got to the semifinals.
1: Yeah, they a, did so quarterfinal. Or quarterfinals, either way. This guy is ready to roll. And I think even Dallas is ready to roll. So I think a lot of people are waking up to Dallas. Like, hey, they can do it again. As long as as long as Luca like here's the thing with Luca, like he's not a guy that's gonna be like, I'm gonna lock down and play. And I think the supporting cast that he has right now is perfect for him because they got guys that can do both. And you can just let Luca be Luca. And I believe this guy's gonna, he's gonna do some stuff in Dallas. And I expect him to, to, to keep pushing for an opportunity to compete, to even get, to even get to the finals. I don't know if they'll win it because I don't see that happening. They probably will need a little bit more. But as far as them competing in the West, I think they can do it.
0: Yeah. He's, especially now that, Utah's disbanded. Yes. There's a lot of things you need to consider when it comes to the Western Conference this year Mm
1: -hmm.
0: in terms of who we're going to see be in the top. And uh, as I go look for the website here, I think, Alan, I don't think there's a better player that could have single-handedly turned around his team more so than what Jokic has done in Denver.
1: Yeah, um, they've gotten a little bit better. Um, we'll see how Jamal Murray. That's another guy. Keep it out. Now that he he he's gonna be playing, how he does. If he does great, then you know Denver they're not going anywhere. And but like I think finally that like I don't think Joker will not win three MVPs in a row. I think we're past that.
0: But no, oh, if he has another great season,
1: <laughs> well, then we have a problem here. But I'm not, I'm not gonna. And uh, we have a problem with the voting system. And and look, I'm not criticizing him. We talked, we already talked about it. But look, I think he—that's another guy as well. He's always in the conversation. And the thing is, keep getting him help because look, he can only do a lot. Any elite player. Can do a lot, and that's why I'm amazed how he did it versus the Warriors. Which it was just I thought they were gonna sweep him, just considering the fact he had no one. But now, now he's out back,
0: you know. Michael Porter Jr.'s back, yeah. Maul Murray's back after massive injuries. The team is back, and you know, we saw when all four. Their top four of Aaron Gordon, Jokic, Murray, and MPJ were were together and clicking. That team was unstoppable. Oh, they were. So if we can get back to that, this team's going to cause chaos in the Western Cup.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And obviously, Giannis, obviously, (laughs) like, there were, I don't want to hear the notes. Oh, he didn't have Chris Middleton. He was injured, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, that's baloney. Because, look, the Bucks were one win away of beating the Celtics. And they probably, to be honest, I think they would have beaten the Warriors in the finals. Really, they would have. No way. I know you said, all oh, staff and all. But, look, who was going to stop me on this? No one. No one from the Warriors. I don't care who you are. No one was going to stop me. And
0: yeah, the Warriors don't have, didn't have an, on that O'Brien trophy winning team, they didn't have anyone that could have reasonably stopped Yarns.
1: Yeah, absolutely. For a lengthy but, amount of time. Yeah, even if Draymond was there, I think Yarns will figure out a way and and just crush him. Because the Bucks at that time, they were defending the champions, and that would have carried them over, but. I think they're hungry. They even added Joe Engels, which I think, to be honest, is a great addition. Someone who I believe, to be honest, will take away the pressure of Giannis, bring the ball every time. Because against Boston, and you know Celtics, the team that I root for and I I go all in for, they were like, hey, bring the ball up, bring the ball up Giannis. And that made him tired. There wasn't a Chris Middleton that, hey, let me – I'll handle it because they, they were just stagnant. And, and I love Giannis and all, but that made him tired. Now you're bringing Joe Angles. He doesn't have to do the ball handling. All he has to do is just, hey, uh, give me the ball in the post or, like, hey, in the elbow, and I can score. So Giannis, I, look, as far as teams concerned, the East has gotten better, but to me, the top class – of the east is gonna be Milwaukee and Boston. I think we're gonna have ourselves they're gonna face each other. To be honest, I think it's gonna be for a very long time. Probably we might see an eight year run between those two teams. And Giannis will be in the middle of it for sure. No doubt about it.
0: Yeah, I I couldn't agree more. And Alan, I know we got two more players to go go through. We'll just talk about them together for time constraints here as we're running down. Yeah. On- on time for this recording. Um, You mentioned Embiid and Sabonis are two other players to watch. And I think those are other two great players. I mean, Embiid, can he finally win that MVP? That's my
1: question for him this year. Yeah, I don't know. I think, to be honest, just on his body language now, I think he's done with that. I think he realized, look, like, MVP, great, but there's also been great players that never won MVP, but have won championships. Like, Dwayne Wade is one of them. Never won MVP, could have won MVP, but he has three rings. So, I don't see that as a problem. I think um, the Sixers got themselves better. They added P.J. Tucker from Miami, who pretty much luck. He's gone to Milwaukee. He he won a... He, he, he was in Houston. They were a game away from the NBA Finals in 2018. Then he went to Milwaukee. Got traded there. He's got a ring. Goes to Miami. They were a win away from going to the NBA Finals. He, he just, wherever he goes, he helps them win. And then getting Montrezl Harrell, someone who will come off the bench and bring energy, that's going to help well rest up and play his game. But, Billy, like look, that were my pick a couple of years ago to win the title. I remember that. <laughs> can they do it? I think they can, but it's gonna come down to coaching here. Doc Rivers look, he is a great coach and all, but there are times I'm like kinda like, I don't know. But Doyle Beat, as long as he's still healthy, I I think to me he is especially down in the in the low post, like you're going to have to bring it with him. But Joel will be somewhere that hey, Can he win MVP? I do want to see him win MVP. He deservedly so. But I don't know if he will win it. But if he does win championships, I'm okay with that. And see how Philly does. Now, how Joel handled the whole Ben Simmons situation last year. I think we're past that. He's past that and He wants to create his own legacy.
0: Yeah, and I agree with that. I mean, you look at Embiid and the season he had. Now he doesn't really care if he gets that trophy. That might help him go even further this year. Oh, yeah. And I don't know much about this Sabonis guy. Why do we need to watch out for him?
1: Okay, I think because, look, um, he got traded to Sacramento. And they got a new coach there in Mike Brown and he's been an NBA coach before he has coached lebron and i believe i believe this is an opportunity for 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 him to put up all-star numbers i think now that he's no longer battling with miles turner as far as like who like and they're both they were both great together but now he gets to play his natural position of center instead of power forward and he and you know this is He will. I think he's going to be outstanding. He'll probably, I would say, average 22 points and 13 rebounds this season. This is a guy who he has a high IQ, and the Montez is going to, I think, could really do some great things for the Kings, and they have improved as well. The Kings and they have their own playoff drought. They have not made the playoffs since 2006. I think they're going to battle to get to the playoffs, considering. You mentioned Utah. They're they're out and about. You mentioned I'm trying to think who else. Um, there's several teams that uh, there's some question marks, but I think with Sacramento, they they I think they have a better shot with them making competing for a playoff spot and some I expect them to put up all-star type numbers.
0: I I honestly haven't watched a lot of basketball recently or in general especially with hockey and baseball taking a lot of focus recently yeah um but i will have to keep an eye out on that i'm gonna we're winding down and our time constraints are forcing us to wind down quicker than i think either one of us would like yeah i gonna hit the button and guys especially with Sabon, sabonis we didn't get go in depth on here as we probably would have liked due to some time constraints of us with our schedules with recording today we're going to have articles about these guys up on the that might go a little more in depth or might just kind of be rehashing what you've heard here today. But go check them out. Pineapple22media.com. If you like what we got. Send us an email to tell us what we can do to improve or what you like like from us about especially, you know, if you leave a five star review on Apple, we might read it here. We might not. It depends on whether or not we actually get some. But Alan, what do you got for the people?
1: oh well um pretty much like i said we'll have those articles out and also Up hearing we will talk about that as well we won't have predictions yet we're saving them for november so stay tuned for that and a lot has been going on but don't worry we're taking one step at a time and we will bring that to you, to you. we will bring the, that content as well so stick around relax if you haven't watched our previous episodes we are on every platform where you can listen to your podcast. Anyway.
0: All right. We'll just let the time run down and listen to the fantastic outro song that we got and let it run out. Take care, everybody. And
1: sure. see you next time. Be positive.